I'm Jim Cameron, Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters, news, interviews, and matters that impact Volusia County directly or indirectly. And now for the news. October 25th, by a 220 to 209 vote, U.S. House members elected Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson as House Speaker. Now, Congressman Johnson was seen as a consensus candidate by Republicans, while all 209 Democrats voted for Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries for Speaker. Now, Congressman Michael Waltz stated that House Speaker Johnson is admired for his conservative viewpoint on threats coming from the Chinese Communist Party, as well as Iran, Russia, and North Korea. And one of the most conservative members of Congress, he is a constitutional lawyer and has a more moderate style, making him ready to address the tough issues to be dealt with by the House. Now that Johnson is Speaker, he has plenty of challenges ahead. Congress must address the next deadline for a government shutdown, that's government spending shutdown, if a, net, if a deal is not reached by November 17th. Now this is the issue that caused Johnson's predecessor, Kevin McCarthy, to lose his position as speaker because he leaned heavily on Democratic support. Now, Republicans want spending cuts and increased funding for border security, but the Democrat majority in the Senate is sure to disagree. Now, Johnson will have to address the legislative politics of President Biden's $106 billion supplemental aid request for Ukraine, Israel, and other causes. But House Speaker Johnson, like most members of both parties, is a strong advocate of additional aid to Israel. House Speaker Johnson has the support of his colleagues now, but him keeping that position is shaky because of the slim GOP majority. There are 221 Republicans and 212 Democrats and two vacant seats in the House. Now, next item, also in Washington, President Biden signed an executive order that will monitor the risk of artificial intelligence, develop new rules for te the technology, and change the ways that artificial intelligence is used in the federal government from health care to education to trade, housing, and more. Now, the order will put checks on AI, 
directing agencies to set standards ensuring data privacy, among other priorities, for the rapidly evolving technology. Now, while previous efforts to address AI have been criticized, this new order will give various agencies the power to influence the market. Now, a group called Chat GPT, which launched less than a year ago, has shown extensive human-like capabilities and knowledge. Now, Congress has tried to put forth legislation to address the risk of AI, but nothing comprehensive has been introduced yet. Now, many of the agencies will have between 90 and 240 days to fulfill the requirements of the order. And the order will also appoint a White House AI Council and representatives from different agencies to oversee the federal government's AI activities. It will also grant the White House authority to oversee private sector development of AI systems and require companies to plan how to protect this technology from foreign adversaries. Next item, closer to home. Volusia has received 4.5 million in state housing initiatives partnership funds as an incentive to produce and preserve affordable housing. Now these funds come from doc stamp collections. Now the county intends to provide funding for home ownership, counseling, administration, housing strategies for home buyer assistance, emergency repair, and wind hazard mitigation. Applications will be accepted after November 28th and will end when all funding has been expended by the county. Now, this SHIP funding may also be expended on housing, owner rehabilitation, housing construction, multifamily rental housing development, and disaster recovery. The county also received hurricane housing recovery allocations totaling $3.2 million to provide housing assistance to residents impacted by Hurricane Ian or Nicole. Again, these applications will be accepted after November 28th and applicants will be selected based on identified priorities, but these funds will not be available in Daytona Beach or Deltona. I believe they received probably some separate funds, but for more information, contact Dudley Joseph at 736-5955.
Next item, Volusia's Environmental Natural Resources Advisory Committee, NRAC, meets this Wednesday, November 1st, 1 p.m., County Administration Building in the land, and their topics will be wetlands. And for more information, call Ginger Adair in Environmental Management at 736-5927. And next item, Volusia County Schools and Volusia United Educators support personnel have settled upon a contract and they reached an agreement with details including a 2.5 salary increase and an increase in longevity pay. Now Volusia United Educators tentative ratification date is the week of November the 6th, and upon their approval, it'll go to the school board on November 14th. And Superintendent Carmen Bagabin was optimistic about the contract approval. Next item, an update on candidates in Volusia County. First, for Sheriff Mike Chitwood, independent and he's incumbent. Next, Supervisor of Elections, Lisa Lewis, Republican, she's incumbent. Tax Collector, Will Roberts, Republican, he's incumbent. Then County Chair, Jeff Brower, incumbent, and Don Burnett and Randy Dye, also running for that position. And then County Council Member District 2, Matt Reinhart, incumbent. School Board District 2, Krista Goodrich and Angela Kopnicki. Then School Board District 4, Donna Brosmer, Merrick Brunker, and Carl Persis. Daytona Beach City Commission, Zone 2, Ken Strickland, incumbent. Then Deltona City Commission, District 2, Elizabeth Chavez. Deltona City Commission, District 6, Dominic James Nick Lully. And then Edgewater City Council, District 4, Gary Conroy. And then New Smyrna Beach Mayor Fred Cleveland, incumbent. And then for Orange City Mayor, you have two commissioners down there running, Kelly Marks and William Robert O'Connor. Ormond Beach Mayor Jason Leslie and Susan Persis. And then for Ormond Beach City Commission, Zone 3, Barbara Bonarigo and Kristen Deaton, and then Ormond Beach City Commission, Zone 4, Harold Briley, incumbent. And moving on to other candidates for Congress, 
and that's District 6, Michael Waltz, Republican, incumbent, and then for District 7, Corey Mills, Republican, incumbent, and Alec Pastrana, Democrat. For State Attorney, Circuit 7, R.J. Larissa, Republican, incumbent. Also from Circuit 7, for Public Defender, Matt Matthew Metz, Republican and incumbent. And for State Senator, District 7, George Anthony T. Hill, Democrat, Jerry James, Republican, and Tom Leake, Republican. For State House and District 28, John Navarra, Democrat, Bill Partington, Republican. For District 29, Webster Barnaby, Republican, incumbent. District 30, Justin Albert Davis, Democrat. Kelly Ann Smith, Democrat. And Chase Tremont, Republican, incumbent. Next item, citizens property insurance has decreased by some 100,000 or so customers as private insurers work to take over these policies. And State Insurance Commissioner Michael Jaworski views this as a positive sign as the state seeks to depopulate the state-backed agency, that's citizens. Jaworski recently spoke to the House Insurance and Banking Subcommittee about private sector insurers beginning to recapitalize and writing new policies. We're all going to see a shift of risk from the public sector to the private sector. It's generally a good sign of where the market is going. Now, under the state's depopulation program, private insurers can seek approval from regulators to offer coverage to citizens customers, but according to citizens data, Last month, five private sector companies have assumed, again, approximately some 100,000, 100,000 policies. And regulators have also approved a series of proposals by private insurers to take out additional policies in November and December. Now, many state leaders have sought to move customers out of citizens into the private market, but because of the risk that policyholders across the state, including some people who do not have citizens' policies, uh, they could be forced to pay claims after a major hurricane. And trying to help spur depopulation, 
Last December, legislation was approved to require citizens' customers to accept offers of coverage from private insurers that are within 20% of the cost of citizens' premiums. And next item, some meetings that you might want to put on your calendar. Volusia County Dog Beach Ribbon Cutting Ceremony will be Saturday, November the 4th, 9 a.m. at 839 South Atlantic Avenue, Ormond Beach. This will be just just north of Riptide's Restaurant. I think this is the one also that uh, Councilmember Troy Kent worked on extensively. Another item will be the Barracks of Hope opening ceremony, November the 10th, 2 p.m. at 962 Derbyshire Road. And Congressman Michael Waltz will be the speaker. And then RSVP, if you'd like to go, to Rhonda Hodges, 299-3853. Don't forget the Greek Festival at St. Demetrius Church on Halifax Avenue, and that'll take place in the evenings from November the 9th, that's the Thursday, to November the 12th. I highly recommend this. I mean, a lot of activities, uh, a lot of Greek dancing, music, and delicious food. So put that on your calendar. And to finish up, the U.S. debt is still over $33 trillion and growing. And that still equals out to more than $250,000 per taxpayer in the U.S., Now look for a new podcast episode to be released next week and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is emailed each month. That's like the first week of each month. And if you're not receiving it, please call me at 566-2140 and my $1,000 guarantee still stands. Also, to close out, you heard me speak a few weeks ago that the south section of Riverfront Esplanade, now that's the section from ISB south to Orange Avenue, it recently opened I believe that was October the 7th. This was done with a ribbon cutting by Cece and Hyatt Brown and Daytona Beach City Commission. And completion of this long-awaited project was well worth the wait. And extending, this is going to be extending from Main Street to Orange Avenue and Riverfront Esplanade is now completely open and this 22-acre manicured space along the Halifax River includes splash pads, playgrounds, and Brownies Dog Park and other amenities. Now, this is Jim Cameron signing off saying God bless and roll tide.